What up, what up, what up? It is Monday, and that means it's another time. It's a, a time, it's a time for another podcast. <laughs> wow, so that's a great way to start it off, huh? Anyway, <laughs> man, it's been a couple of weeks since I posted my last podcast, and it really hasn't. So I, last week, I recorded a podcast, and I listened to it like two and a half times, and I was like, there's no value in this podcast. <laughs> so that's gone into the never going to the archives. It's gone into the archives. Um, but how was everybody's Mother's Day? For you, those of you that um, were not able to spend Mother's Day with your mom or um, your grandma or, you know, obviously uh, siblings that have kids, you know, I still hope that you had a great day. You know, I hope it was a good day for you. Um, but yeah, today's podcast, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about. And then I realized that I should probably talk about a question I get asked a lot. And that question is, I eat a lot of protein. Do I need a protein shake? Or I want to lose weight. What's a great fat burner? Or, um, you know, all this stuff. And I'm not making fun of these questions. Like, I didn't mean to sound cynical. If I did, uh, that's, that's definitely not what I meant. I just meant I, I get a lot of questions about, are supplements really necessary? And the answer is, yup, yes. No, the answer is yes and no. Like, um, supplements, <sighs> okay, so let's dive deep into this. Not too deep, I'm not gonna go into ingredients. Uh, if you want to know about ingredients, I can talk to you about it, but definitely not going to make a whole podcast about it unless it's a bedtime podcast. Nighttime supplements with Matt. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so is supplementation necessary? And the answer is like yes and no. Really, it's, it's a, it's a catch-22. Supplements are definitely necessary if your diet is lacking in something but they're not necessary if you haven't really, um, I shouldn't say you haven't really gotten your diet in check because that's only for like people that are looking to lose weight. Uh, if you really, they're not necessary to an extent, I should say that. So there are a lot of basic supplements like for everyday use that are not gonna harm your body but they are certainly going to help your body. And um, so we'll dive into the both sides here. So when are they necessary? So when are they necessary? Here's one time. So after you work out, everybody asks, um, what should I do post-workout? You know, I eat my uh, a good protein and carb source. And that's fantastic. You know, you want to eat a good protein and carb source uh, post-workout. So if you work out in the morning, that's your breakfast. If you work out midday, uh, that would be your lunch. And then evening would obviously be your dinner. So um, obviously, so that, obviously that, that timeline, I keep saying obviously, apparently that's my word of the day, but um, it might not be so obvious to people. But um, for, for all those people that like work overnight, obviously, oh my God, stop saying it, Matt. 
for all those people that work overnight, I am not uh, uh, that timeline. Morning, afternoon, evening will change for you because your morning might be 10 p.m. at night, needless to say, or it might be at 11 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it may be. So back to the topic. Are our supplements necessary? So post-workout, great. You eat a protein and carb source, uh, might get some greens in there. That's fantastic. But here is where you're going to thrive. So if you want to lose weight or build muscle, the key ingredient there is lean muscle. Lean muscle, the more you have, the more calories your body is going to burn. And your weight isn't going to be negative weight. It's actually going to be positive weight. So uh, if you weigh 150 pounds and you're 20% body fat, that's 30% fat, I mean 30 pounds fat, 120 pounds of lean muscle mass. Obviously, you can't include like bone weight. I mean, you can get tests like that, but for the sake of this example, play along. 30 pounds is fat mass and 120 pounds would be some water and lean muscle. Not a bad percentage. Then you get down into the, you know, the tens and now I said 135 pounds is lean muscle and water and you know, 15 pounds is, is fat mass. I mean, that's a fantastic ratio. So when people look at their weight on the scale, they see, you know, whatever they see, but they're not including that, that that's, that's lean muscle. So if you want to build lean muscle, your body needs protein and protein is going to allow your lean muscle to be fed, built stronger, better, and then you progress, you grow. So post-workout, your muscles are broken down. If you think about like, it's going to be kind of weird, but like put your fingers together, you hold them tight. And as you're working out, your fingers start to separate. You know, that's, that's your muscle. That's your muscle fibers. That's them breaking down. Um, and that's where your body grows because now they're broken down. So when they're going to repair, you putting protein in there, it's going to allow them to repair bigger, stronger. And over time, you know, you start to see a lot of growth. So post-workout, a meal is fantastic, but you would actually benefit more if you drink an isolate protein, a quick digesting protein, one that when it gets into your system, it's immediately going to your muscles. 45 minutes later, it could be less if your metabolism is quicker, your body is hungry. So now you eat your meal. So you just get that protein in, fed your muscles really quick, got them from, you know, essentially going back to square one, and you fed them quickly. Now you're hungry again, and you can go eat your meal of a protein and a carb and further build, further grow. That's, that's the key to this, you know? So that's one, one situation where supplementation would actually be really beneficial for you. If you want to lose weight, taking a lean protein in, your body's going to feed off of that, start building that lean muscle. You're going to see that you're starting to burn a little bit more calories. You're starting to lean out. Your pants are fitting looser. Your shirts are fitting, you know, looser. Or uh, if you want to build muscle, you're noticing that you're filling out your shirts a little bit more. Or you look in the mirror and you're starting to see a little bit of uh, striations. And you start to see a little bit of definition between, you know, where your shoulder and your bicep meet or, you know, in between your ribs and your abs. So it's just, it's, it's a very ideal place to have supplements. 
protein post-workout. Uh, you could also get a quick digesting carb with that. Throw it in your protein shake. That will act as, a, as, as like a shuttle. Draw it straight to the muscle. Get it there quicker. You're refeeding your, your carbohydrate stores because your body stores carbs as glycogen. Glycogen is like your immediate form of energy. It's muscle energy. So when you get a quick digesting carbon after workout, you're replenishing those stores as well in your muscles. Allows it to grow quicker and you're not feeling run down. Does that make sense? So that would be quick digesting carb. Obviously, you know, you want to be careful throughout your day. Uh, that's going to be a whole nother podcast. The, the difference between weight loss and weight gain is as simple as it sounds. You have to be in a caloric surplus or a caloric deficit. So that's another podcast because it's, it's a really in-depth topic too. So situation number one, supplementation, post-workout, protein shake. Yeah, very beneficial, very necessary. Situation number two, a multivitamin. Um, you know, you want to get a good multivitamin in. Your body, it, it, for you to get that many micronutrients in the day, you have to be eating a lot of greens, just a lot of veggies. And if, if you do, fantastic. You know, that's, that's great. But still, you have to question, am I eating enough to get in the micronutrients I need in a day for my body to... Uh, operate optimally. You know, we want you to operate optimally. So the second part of that is a multivitamin during weight loss regimens is super essential because, you know, as nice as it was it would be, your body cannot just focus on the bad things in your body and be like, okay, whew, let's get to work. We want to lose weight. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, target some fat cells, let me just grab those. No, you're losing the good and bad. You're losing water, you might be losing micronutrients, well, you are losing micronutrients, but you're also losing fat. So weight loss, you're losing good and bad. You wanna replenish those goods with the multivitamin. You wanna keep that immune system strong. Uh, you wanna keep your vitamin stores strong. I mean, vitamin D and calcium go hand in hand for bone strength. You know, you wanna prevent osteoporosis. So re resistance training, actually helps to build bone muscle density and strength. So you want to make sure that your body now, so for those that are younger, obviously, I mean, that's such a loose term, younger, because there's some 50-year-olds, 70-year-olds out there that are very athletic and agile still. But you, you want to think of it in this way. You're, you're helping your body with these supplements and preventing future risks. So future bone breaks, osteoporosis, or future you know, run down. So you get the flu and your immune system just isn't as strong as it used to be. So now the flu is lasting a little bit longer or you're just, you're, your overall well-being isn't at its peak. And a multivitamin can help with that. So I was, it's so weird. So I took a multivitamin six months straight did not miss a day. I was on top of it. And I forgot to take it one week. The next week, I got sick. And I was like, man, how did that happen? And I'm not saying, oh, it's because I didn't have my multivitamin. But what I am saying is, is oh, because I didn't have my multivitamin. Like, that really helps to build up your immune system. There's no bad side to it. Um, 
it did really, I mean, it's, it's, it's an essential part to your day. So when someone says, are supplements really necessary? This is why I'm going through this list. That's situation number two. Yeah, a multivitamin, lean protein, those are necessary, I feel. Um, and you'll feel the difference too. So for those not taking supplements right now, just jumping into this, or you did in the past, and then you heard, no, nah, I'm going to get all my protein through diet. That's fantastic. But also remember that supplements are there to supplement your diet. So if you can't get enough protein in your diet, there's no harm in drinking one shake a day to boost it 25, 30 grams. That's a lot, you know. Uh, that will help you reach your goal. So uh, situation number three, a, um, a pre-workout. A pre-workout. This is borderline. Uh, are pre-workouts necessary? <coughs> Excuse me. And the answer is some pre-workouts are. Uh, I feel like a pre-workout is necessary for promoting blood to the muscle. And promoting blood to the muscle. Yeah. So <laughs> there are pre-workouts out there right now that one scoop equals 500 milligrams of caffeine. Wow. And I've had people that have taken that and said, oh, it was okay. I mean, I felt energy, but at that point, you might have an issue. Seriously, you might just need to get off of caffeine for a good two weeks to restore your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are fatigued. I fatigued my adrenal glands because I drove cross country three times. Once from California to Rhode Island, another time from around to Nevada and another time from around to Nevada. And caffeine was certainly my friend. You know, I'm not saying like I pulled all nighters, but there are times where you're on a road for 500 miles and it's a straight road and all around you is grass. So you naturally get a little bit sleepy. So you drink caffeine. Needless to say, my adrenal glands aren't the best. So flip that back. If you're taking a 500 milligram pre-workout, uh, 500 milligram of caffeine pre-workout, geez, and it's not hitting you, yeah, you have, you have to go, you have to go check yourself. I mean, that's, that's just not being mean, that's being serious. And when people ask like, hey, you know, what's a good pre-workout? I've tried X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, how do they all hit you? Well, they're okay. Okay, well, uh, X has you know, blah, 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 amount of uh, caffeine in it and so on and so forth. So my recommendation is always just you don't go up in caffeine, don't double scoop, don't do anything. Just get off of it and get on a non-stimulant pre-workout. Now here's where I might agree with pre-workouts. If there are like 170, 175 milligrams of caffeine, that's fine. I mean, that's not a lot. It is because it's like almost two cups of coffee at once. But at the same point in time, you might just need a little wake up in the morning. So I get that. Um, so keeping the caffeine minimal, that's fine. But also the ingredients in there that are going to help promote vasodilation. So blood flow, getting that blood to the muscle. So as you're working out, you feel like they're getting fuller. And then that is actually symbolizing. And it's just uh, signaling to you, not symbolizing, <laughs> signaling, signaling, 
signaling to you that your muscle is going to break down further. So if you really, um, if you've ever had a workout and you're like, wow, I felt like my skin was going to tear. Fantastic. That means there was a maximal amount of blood in your muscle. You're breaking it down further. Now, imagine if you took that lean protein shake after. You would have grown. Maybe you did grow. I don't know. But point being is, pre-workouts, no, they're not necessary. I wake up at 5 a.m. almost daily to do my workout. People are like, oh, man, I wish I could wake up at 5 a.m. Now, needless to say, I go to, I go to the, uh, the gym at my apartment complex. That's fine. You know, it does the job for me. And I'm not just sitting there ho-humming around. It's really a great workout. And some days I'll take, I call them pump products. Non-stim, but they promote pump, blood flow. You feel pumped up. And it's fantastic. It works for me. It allows my body to like break down further. Where I'm done eight to 12 reps in a, in a specific workout, and I take a pump product, and now at my eighth rep, it feels like I've done 15. Like that's, that's a good thing. You know, you're lifting heavy. You're really breaking down that muscle. So that's situation number three where a supplement could be good. It's going to help benefit your muscle growth, get blood to the muscle. And really, I mean, the, the, the thing is here, supplements are necessary when you've done all that you can. So now we're going to jump into small timing because you could probably go back and forth. Weight loss. I've had people that come in and they go, Oof, I got to get back on this. What's a good fat burner? And I look at them. Now I say they come in. So I used to own a nutrition store. And when people came in, they said that to me. And now I work at a uh, nutrition store again. And still the same questions. Ugh, I am getting fat. I need to lose weight. What's a good fat burner? I look at them. I said, all right, yeah, sure. Um, When's the last time you take one? Oh, three years ago. Okay. Or it's, oh, I've never taken one, but I need to. I am just, you know, I am out of control. I say, all right, cool. So before we go ahead, what does your diet look like? Well, you know, it's not the best. You know, it's not, not terrible, but it's not the best. I might simply say to them, and I say with a straight face, okay, well, once you get your diet in check, then consider a fat burner. I mean, really, I mean, there's no other answer to it. You have to have a clean diet, work out hard, you know, doing some cardio, getting your heart rate up there, losing weight that way. And if you hit a plateau where you're like, nah, man, my diet's clean. I'm not going to go into skeleton starvation mode. I do cardio. I'm just having that trouble getting over the hump. By all means, I will sit there and say, fine, you know, you could introduce a weight loss product to help you get over that plateau. And then when you do, you know, start to wean yourself off of it. But if you're sitting there and you're like, well, <laughs> I do like my snacks. Well, you know, try cutting out the snacks first or cutting them down. It, it's, it could be as simple as that. You might see yourself starting to lean out like you like. And it really depends on your goal. I mean, people competing, they come in and they need to lose that little extra water to be a lot more um, defined. I get that, but they're not doing that daily. Some are, which is just absolutely like, what are you doing to your body? You know, your body is made up of water, and you're sitting there saying, I'm holding too much water. I gotta, and they're looking like, you can physically see the striations on their muscle. Like they could just be 
plastered to a whiteboard and be an, an, an anatomy. Like you could just point out muscles on them and you're sitting there like, you don't need anything. You don't need a diuretic. So, and a diuretic is excess. It helps you lose excess water. So caffeine would be a diuretic. Um, dandelion root is also a diuretic and it allows your body to get rid of excess water and they work fantastic. But the point is here, if you're going to take a weight loss product, but then go eat poorly, you're counteracting what the weight loss product's doing, or you're just dumbing down its effects. So you're going to sit there and be like, yeah, that one was okay, but it didn't work well for me. It didn't work well for you because your diet's not there. So that's the thing too with weight loss products. Get your nutrition in check and your, your workouts in, in line. And then if that's not working, introduce weight loss. However, multivitamins, uh, pre-workout, protein, that can be introduced at any point in time because they're, they're really helpful. They'll help you get, uh, get you to your goals. I don't know why I emphasize get so bad, but anyway. Next would be an amino, an amino acid. So those are going to help to just rehydrate you. Um, and when you're looking at an amino product, if it has a good ratio of leucine to isoleucine and valine, then that's a good product. You know, I've seen some out there where it's four grams of leucine and it's two grams of isoleucine, two grams of valine. That's a great ratio, two, one, one. Um, you know, you, you want to introduce that into your, into your workout or your supplement regimen. And the reason why is because it's going to keep you hydrated and it kind of acts as like a shield for your muscle. So it prevents it from breaking down while you're doing those, those cardio workouts. Because at a certain point in time, your body's going to be like, oof, we need energy. It's run out of its glycogen stores, which are carbohydrates stored as glycogen. So it's run out of glycogen stores. And side note, here's why now you'll see why carbs are so important in your diet because they're an immediate form of energy for your body to use during a workout. Now, I'm not talking about go eat, you know, yodels and ringdings. I'm saying like sweet potatoes and, you know, some rice, pastas. Those are kind of great carbs, grains like oats. Um, anyway, back to the topic. Uh, amino acids are going to help to prevent your muscle from being burnt off as energy. So now when your body runs out of that glycogen, it will go to fat as energy and not lean muscle. Lean muscle is very dense and it's an immediate form of energy. That is why, um, well, that's what kind of leads me into uh, the, the fifth situation. So we have protein, uh, multivitamin, pre-workout, weight loss. That's really not a fourth situation, but it kind of is. There's also, jumping back into weight loss, there's also non-stimulant ones, very natural ones like L-carnitine, CLA. Those help to get those fat cells mobilized to be utilized as energy a little bit more. And that could be great for you. Um, but once again, get your diet a little bit more in check before you introduce that. Uh, fifth situation is aminos. And aminos are going to really help to prevent that muscle from burning off. But it, they're really rehydrating you. Uh, keeping your lean muscles strong and rebuilt. And that this is going to lead me into my sixth one, which is a nighttime protein. Is it necessary? Not really, but it can help. So say your last meal is at 7 o'clock at night, you go to bed at 10, and you wake up at 
6 a.m. It's 11 hours, your body got zilch in it. And your body naturally slows down at night. So 11 hours isn't like 11 hours during the day. 11 hours is long, but not you know significant. Does that make sense? So overnight, your body's slowing down. It doesn't need as much fuel, but still it needs fuel. So your body's getting hungry. It's now going to feed off that lean muscle. So to prevent that, you could take in a protein shake before bed. There are slow digesting proteins. One is a casein. Casein protein digests slowly. So overnight, your body's going to feed off of that when it gets hungry instead of your lean muscle. Now, for those that are lactose intolerant, that actually might not work for you because if it's sitting in your stomach a little bit longer, it causes a little bit of upset stomach. There's no harm in you actually taking an isolate protein and having it be quick digesting straight to your muscle. Makes sense? So if you're going to bed at 10, take your protein shake around 9.30. That gives you a good half hour for your body to absorb it and you go to sleep and it's in your muscles and your body's fed. Now, I know what you're saying, Matt, but that's 45 minutes. It's going to be gone and your body's going to be hungry. However, you just put some excess protein into your system and now your body will uh, feed off of that. Now, it's not going to be as long as casein, but once again, these are for the people that are lactose intolerant or get a little bit of an upset stomach, gassy, whatever have you, from slow digesting proteins. Does that make sense? Now, let's flip it over to uh, our supplements not necessary. They're not necessary when um, you're going overboard. You know, there's a lot of supplements out there. There are some that help to build lean muscle. And let me, you know, there's such an asterisk to this, not necessary, because no, your body doesn't need them. But yeah, sure, you can benefit from them if you take them. So one is an HMB product. This is just an example. There are a lot of supplements out there that, you don't really need to take daily to get to your goals or um, to see you know, results. One is like an example, HMB product. Sure, if you supplement three grams, I think it's three grams a day. Yeah, three grams a day. If you supplement three grams a day into your, um, your workout, pre-workout, post-workout, I think it's better pre. Um, but if you supplement three grams of, of HMB into your, your routine or your regimen, you're going to see lean muscle growth. After 12 weeks, they did study, there was a placebo group that was just taking, I don't know what they were taking, but it wasn't HMB. It was just a powder. And then there was a non-placebo group who was actually taking the HMB. 12 weeks, three grams a day. The ones that took it, they built their lean muscle by a pound and a half. In 12 weeks, decrease their fat body mass by almost a pound, if not a little bit more. So that's significant, you know, especially for your goals. So is it necessary? No, you don't have to put that in your diet. Could you? Sure. You know, you're not going to hurt, but this is where the fine line comes in. You know, supplements necessary. Just eat really well. Focus on what you're eating. Don't constrict yourself from you know, indulging once a week. And I'm not talking like, woo, it's my day to indulge. I'm going to have ice cream and cake and pizza and whatever else I want because it's my day off. And now, no, I mean like if you go out to eat, 
you know, don't be like, Ugh, I'll just have a sprig of asparagus and a water. I'm like, no, don't constrict yourself, you know, portion them. That's where it comes in. Once again, this is a whole nother topic. So I, I, you can see how there's so many topics all in one, you know, um, and it really on another podcast, I'm going to dive deep into that. I, I, not too deep. I'll probably combine it with something else, but how portion control is actually going to be your friend in a lot of situations. So there are some that don't mind going on diet. They don't mind eating lean protein with the same carb and a green every single day. I'm, I'm kind of one of them. I don't, uh, but I'm really not at the same time. Uh, you know, I'll have pizza once a week. Uh, I used to go out to eat with my parents once a week, every Saturday we'd go out. And that was my time to just, you know, kind of switch that off and eat, but eat smart. You know, you don't want to be like, cool, woof, my day off. I'm going to go eat a tired pizza and get a chocolate chip cake and eat it all and feel great. No, because you're setting back the progress that you made throughout the rest the, the, you know, throughout the week. Why would you throw it away on one day? Um, so, but indulging a little bit, you're going to satiate those cravings and then you're not going to be so quick to gorge the next time you get access to it. So imagine, uh, keep in mind, I'm going to keep this on supplements, but imagine, um, the whole week you ate clean. Then the next week you ate clean and then the next week clean. And then the last week you have one day where your friends are going out to eat or you're whatever. And you're like, Oh my God, there's cake. And you have one piece and two piece. Oh my God, we're having pizza tonight. And you have six pieces and it's just, you threw it all away. Whereas if you had that one day once a week to kind of dive into it, you might have two pieces. You know what I mean? You're having, you're just, you're, you're not going to be so quick to indulge in it all because you've had, had something that's not lean at least once a week, keeping it to once a week. So back to supplements, this is where it, it, like they're, they're necessary in situations, but they're not in others. And that's just plain uh, brass tacks to it. You know, I disagree with high stimulant supplement, like high stimulant pre-workouts. I don't think they're doing your body any good. You know, if that's the case, you, you go, go brew yourself a, a pot of coffee. So brew yourself two cups of coffee, but put eight scoops in there and drink that, you know, it's just, it's silly. Why would you want to put 500 milligrams, 350 milligrams of caffeine into your body and be like, I'm so energized. Like, yeah, but your heart is also just strained. You're straining your system. You're burning your adrenals. Um, yeah, it's just bad. So, but that's just the supplement industry. You know, they hear what people are saying and they're like, you want the mega dose extreme cracked out lightning experience. Like, yeah, cool. You're killing America. <laughs> They're really not killing America. Um, the only way a supplement is extremely bad for you is if you overdose it and overuse it. Kind of like anything. 
Like if I was to um, sit here and eat a raw egg, okay, not bad. If I ate 20 of them, okay, might have a problem. You know, if I ate a little piece of raw chicken, it's all right. You know, you get an upset stomach. You might get the scoots for a couple of days, but it's not going to kill you. But if you ate a whole raw chicken breast, yikes, you better be at a hospital because that's going to be some disgusting. Point being is you can overdose on pretty much anything and it's bad for you. So if you take pre-workouts or any supplements, how they're recommended, you're not hurting yourself. I still just don't agree with high-stim pre-workouts. But to each his own. You know, if people want to do that to their body, I will put my suggestion in like, well, you might not want to do X, Y, and Z. But end of the day, it's their call. And um, yeah, so I, I, get, I, I get asked that question off an awful lot. What supplements should I take to build muscle? Or are supplements really necessary? Like I eat a lot of protein in my day. And the answer is, yeah, they are necessary, but certain ones, you know, protein after workout, you're going to find yourself a lot in a lot better situation. Uh, multivitamin, hell, I mean, have you ever heard of, you know, just taking care of your overall health? I mean, that's, that's fantastic. Um, aminos, really good during your workout. So if you're drinking water, throw a scoop of aminos in there, you're going to see a lot more benefit to it. Uh, nighttime protein. You know, just keeping your body fed while you're sleeping. Nothing wrong with that at all. And then you got um, pre-workouts, ones that are going to help get more blood to the muscle, really help you to perform muscular endurance because the more blood you have in a muscle, you know, keep that lactic acid from building up. Um, and then you got, you know, your, uh, I think that's it. I probably forgot one, but you get what I mean. Oh, weight loss products. Yeah. If you're going to get over the hump or something or you're competing or sure, introduce it, but don't live off of it, you know? So that was it. I mean, that's kind of short and brief. It might not have been, it might've been a long podcast, but either way, you know, I hope you gained some value from it. And as you all know, end of my podcast, I always like to throw a little bit of a motivational thing out there. I think last podcast, I was talking about cardio and I asked everybody at the end, do something out of your comfort zone so we can all build our comfort zones um, you know, further. So I personally uh, built my comfort zone by standing up for myself you know, in a little bit. So in a situation where someone was kind of not talking down to me, but almost abusing their power, I just sat there and questioned it, you know, uh, not in a not in a uh, insubordinate way, but kind of in like a factual way, you know? So I stepped out of my comfort zone because normally I'd just be like, okay, and I'd ignore it, bite my tongue, walk away, be like, it is what it is. But, you know, at certain points of time, you just got to stand up for what you believe in. So that's really what it is this week, you know? Uh, this week coming up, you know, just go out there and whatever you believe in, act on. You know, I don't, there's probably a lot of situations out there in life, you know, whatever you believe in, just act on it. Don't think that you can't. Just, you want to, whatever, move to a different country or take a job or uh, buy a new car or whatever it is. And people are saying, no, that's not going to benefit you. Ooh, you sure you want to do that? What if it fails? Blah, 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 blah. If you deep down inside believe 
that that decision is going to better your life and bring you value, do it. Just do it. I'm not talking like, gee, you know, I think cocaine would make my life better. Like, keep your decisions within reason. Um, I joke. I joke. But, yeah, there's just, there's simply, uh, a, man, 365 days a year, you just got to make the most of every single one of them. It sounds so cheesy, and that's such a redundant thing that everybody says, you know, make the most of your days. It's the truth, though. You know, you don't want to sit there and, can you imagine living your entire life, <coughs> excuse me, and then getting to age 75 or 80 and being like, shit, why did I listen to fucking Harry over at the grocery store who told me I shouldn't open up my own salon or my own beverage uh, company or whatever? Why did, why, why did I listen to Harry? He was such a loser. You don't want to be 80 and thinking that. You want to think that Two, two minutes after talking to Harry, who says, oh, I don't know if it fails. And folks, I've actually had this happen to me, fresh in my store, and I had someone come in and be like, wow, this is nice. What if it fails? Boy, was that a cool conversation. And uh, you don't want that. So just believe. Whatever you believe in, don't let anybody talk you out of it. And just Take, take, take calculated risks. Don't take stupid risks. So I'll leave you with that. I, like I said, I hope everybody gained some value from this and now know, okay, supplements are good for me, but certain supplements, you know, I'll deal it out. Maybe down the line, I'll try them. And obviously, if you have any questions, always reach out to me. There's never a time where I'm not open to helping you out. So that concludes... Podcast number three, episode number three. Like I said, I hope everybody's killing their day so far and uh, set themselves up for a successful week. Summer weather's coming around the corner. And uh, unless you're in a different hemisphere, I think your fall and winter's coming around the corner. But, you know, still, you know what makes me laugh? Some countries, it's fall and winter, but it's still like 70 degrees. Like, crazy, crazy times. But anyway, that concludes it. I will see you all on the next one, hopefully in a week.